to helping teachers thrive. Today, I'm going to be talking about how talking too quickly can have an impact on your students and how to reduce this in your lessons, as well as how to pace your lessons more effectively so that your learners get the best out of your lessons and you haven't got that unstructured time in your lessons, which can then increase the risk of students just disrupting our lessons. Now, as you probably already know, as you probably listened to a number of my episodes, you know that I talk too quickly at times. Um, and I have done so in a number of my episodes, so I do apologize. But that is just, it's part of my personality. I do, I talk quite quickly and I try and catch myself at times and slow myself down, especially when it comes to my lessons. A number of my students in this past have said, oh, miss, slow down. Oh, can you say that again, please? Repeat that for me, please, miss. And so I do try and catch myself more often now and realize that I'm talking too quickly. I need to slow down the pace so that my students can understand what I'm saying, can comprehend what I'm trying to deliver them to deliver to them in my lessons so that they don't miss certain points and then that can then lead to gaps in their learning and I, I'm actually feeling myself doing it now <laughs> catching myself talking too quickly and slowing down um, so what I've been doing a lot is pausing frequently pausing frequently in my lessons so that I'm allowing my students that time to process what I've said to absorb what I've said and a number of different things as well that we can do as teachers to slow ourselves down so we're not talking so quickly um, in our lessons. Now I talk quickly in my lesson because I become passionate about things I just I can't stop myself and I sort of go on and on and I start talking too quickly and I realise actually I've got to slow myself down because my students aren't going to understand what I'm saying. It's just going to go over their heads um, and like we know there are students that, who won't put their hand up and tell me to slow down and Time to go over it again they'll just be like okay whatever and it'll just go over the house off we go and there'll be gaps in their learning so um yes we are passionate about our subjects as teachers but we do need to be mindful of how quickly we're delivering information to our students um, so like i said i pause frequently to allow them time to absorb what i'm saying and and comprehend what i'm saying and ask me any questions if they need to um, i also repeat myself <laughs> quite frequently again that's probably not another thing you've noticed in my podcast episodes but I do repeat what I say to make sure that my students haven't missed anything vital that I'm trying to deliver to them to in my lessons I did have one student a number of years ago when I was teaching year 12 sport lesson it was a theory lesson classroom based lesson and I noticed that they were struggling and they were struggling to keep up with me because I was quite fast paced, especially when I, how I spoke. So I came up with a system. I gave them a red card and a green card that they'd place on their desk. They put the green card on top of red card to begin with. And then during the lesson, if at any point they felt that I was going too quickly, they were missing things, not understanding what I'm saying, they'd move the red card on top of the green card. And that really, really helped them. And actually, because I didn't want that student to stand out and feel awkward because they're the only one doing it, I made red and green cards available to every one of my students. They all had the opportunity to show me during the lesson how they felt they were doing, whether or not I was going too quickly, if they needed me to slow down. So that was an instant visual for me 
to see. So as soon as that red card was on top, I know, okay, I need to slow down, check their understanding, potentially repeat and repeat things so that they're back on track with me. So that's something that I did that was really easy for me visually and for them to do it discreetly so they didn't have to worry about putting their hand up or telling me publicly in front of the whole class. But there have also been times when I have talked too slowly <laughs> because I was so concerned about talking too quickly that I went too slowly and I could feel the mood in the room sort of a bit too numb and that I could feel the students being a bit unmotivated, falling, not falling asleep, but it did feel a bit too slow for me. I was like, right, okay, now I've got to pick this up a bit and pick up the pace. So um, yeah, it can be difficult trying to find that fine line between talking too quickly, but then talking too slowly. Um, but it's all about bringing out your personality, bring your personality out in lessons, try and incorporate different things in lessons, which I'm going to be talking about in a minute in terms of how you can pace your lessons more effectively to keep your students on task so they're not too demotivated or so they don't lose track of what you're saying in the lesson. So um, there are a number of things that we can do to help up our pace in the lesson, slow ourselves down a little bit, but then have, again, up our pace at certain points in the lesson. So you don't want to be monotonous. You want to have these different tempos in your lesson to keep your students focused. Um, but just remember, please, if you haven't followed my show, make sure you hit that follow button, leave me a review in iTunes, let me know what you think and what you would like me to cover in future episodes. So in terms of pacing lessons, now this is something that I have actually struggled with over the years. It's something that has come up in my observations at different times over the years. My pacing, I keep hearing, okay, yeah, pacing again, that's something I need to work on still. Um, but we're teachers, we have up and downs. Of course we do, we have fantastic lessons and we have not so great lessons. Um, and sometimes there's something that we need more time to work on to improve. In terms of pacing, we need to make sure that we vary our teaching style, vary our teaching methods. So rather than standing at the front and talking at our students for the majority of the lesson, we need to incorporate lots of different things, especially to check their understanding. So we can do quizzes like Kahoot quizzes if you want to do online quizzes or um, just quizzes in the classroom that you create yourself and you deliver yourself to the class. Questioning have different points in the lesson where you're doing mini plenaries where you're questioning your students using inclusive questioning. Now there is a video um, somewhere in my podcast show, I'll put a link below for you in the description to my episode on inclusive questioning and how we can engage all our students effectively with questioning technique. We should also include times where our students can think, pair and share. So give them opportunity in lessons where they can think about your question pair up with a student, another student to come up with an answer together and then they share it with the rest of the class. So again, it's you checking your under their understanding of the content that you have delivered to them. And of course, we should incorporate times in our lessons where our students can apply their knowledge, where we've delivered some sort of content um, for five, 10 minutes, five minutes maybe, and then they try and apply that to a task that you set them to solidify that, to make that more concrete in their knowledge. It could be an exam style question, for example, and then you could do peer assessment and get partners to assess that once they've completed that exam style question. Being organized is a massive thing for teachers. Uh, we need to make sure that we have all our resources organized before the lesson and set out in a way that we're not going to lose track of where we're going in our lessons. So in my current school now, um, we 
do use Google Classroom, but not as much. All of our students, they do have their own Chromebooks in our classrooms, um, but of course they're not always charged. Um, so um, there are, we don't use Google Classroom as often as I used to in my previous school. So we do use a lot of paper-based and book work. We do a lot of book work in my current school. So I have a desk right behind my teacher desk, where my computer is. I have a desk behind me, because I've, luckily I've got space behind me to put a desk. And on there I lay out all my resources <laughs> in a certain order and based on level as well, so that I know what I'm doing next in my lessons so I can keep track of where I'm going. Because in the past, it's been all over the place. I'm like, ah, what am I doing next? Sometimes I pick up the wrong worksheet, go off, oh, well, never mind. <laughs> so we, I have that desk now where I lay everything out so I know exactly what I'm doing. So I don't lose focus. And so I can transition easily from one task to the next. Smooth transitions are so important in lessons. We should be planning for this in our lesson plans because it's during those unstructured times between tasks or between activities which when things can bubble and that's when we start getting disruptive behaviors appearing in our lessons and students losing focus so smooth transitioning is really great for managing classroom managing behavior ensuring that there aren't moments in the lesson where students are sitting around and end up messing about as a result now I've also written my class schedule, my lesson schedule on the whiteboard where I've written step like exactly what's coming next for my students so that they can see it, which is really good for our students that have SEN needs because they can see what's coming. So they're not um, shocked by anything on they not feel like they're put on the spot, for example. They don't have anxieties as a result of not knowing what's coming next. So I have a schedule that says what's coming next in my lessons. It helps me to keep a track of what I'm doing so I don't lose focus, lose where I'm going. But I've also at times put timings next to those so that I know when to move on to the next thing. Because like I said, I can, sometimes I become too passionate and I just go off on tangents and I just, <laughs> I sort of lose track of where I'm going. Um, so by having that, it helps me to stay on track and stay focused. It even helps my students. That if you're students that, if you're, whether or not you're working in a CN school, the students that can tell read the time and know the time, they'll be able to tell you, right, Miss, are we doing that now? Um, and they can even keep you on track. So um, the only issue with this really is that it can add to your planning, your organisation may take some time to do that before every single lesson might be too much. Um, you could do it as a PowerPoint slide and just print that slide off and put it by your, on your desk, on your teacher desk, so you can see it yourself. That will save you so much time. But even without putting the times on, it just gives you some sort of idea of where you're going in the lesson helps you keep track and therefore pace your lessons a bit better, uh, but also help your students as well in the long run. Now, of course, there are times in lessons where you're going to spend more time on a certain thing compared to another activity, of course, because maybe your students just need a bit more time to just grasp that knowledge, or maybe they're really enjoying it and you're adapting it and you're providing more and more challenge and you're progressing that activity rather than moving on to the next one. And that's absolutely fine. That will come with years of experience um, in terms of how you do that and how you adapt on the spot as a teacher. But pacing our lessons are so important. Making sure we don't talk too quickly or talk too slowly is part of that pacing so that our students don't lose focus and they can progress and enjoy their learning, be motivated um, and do well in our lessons. So thank you so much for tuning with me today. Don't forget to hit follow and leave me a review and please keep on inspiring, keep on changing lives. And thank you for all that you do to inspire our next generation and support our next generation of learners. Thank you.